A good day and welcome to episode 53 of the Plus One Player Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Steve, and as always, I am joined alongside by the lore connoisseur himself, Matt Martinez. Woo! And this week, we're joined by the short game savant, Matt (laughs) O'Neill. The short game savant. Wow. Ooh, I don't get called that often. Yeah, Yeah, I thought of that one earlier. It plays really well with his wonderful article that he wrote on (laughs) plusoneplayer.com slash read. So yeah, I thought that, you know, maybe we could go a nickname route. If you guys can think of one for me, I'm all for it. But right now I got nothing. I'm just, I'm just fucking Steve, you know? Boston Bruiser. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, how are you guys doing tonight? Oh, just fine. Oh, just fine. This is your first time on in a while, and you're just fine. It's been a while. I've been waiting for a call. <laughs> He's I've been sitting by his Next to my landline. Line. Yeah, it's like rotary phone. <laughs> uh, Manny forbid us from ever having you on. But now he's yeah. in Guatemala off somewhere, so he I, I don't know. He, it seems like he might have got kidnapped. He texted me and said, hey, bro, I'm good, LOL. No worries here from Guatemala. And so I was like, okay, I guess he's fine. But we haven't seen him in days. Yeah, it was a little odd. We could maybe follow up on that. Yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's just, he's off somewhere. No one really knows. We'll give him a little space. Timetable for return is TBD. <laughs> well... I'm doing well. Well, well, well. He's doing well. This is off to a fantastic start, <laughs> we as <are> always. <laughs> How are you doing, Stephen? I'm doing great, man. Uh, like yourself, we had, were talking about this off air, as they say. We were talking about this, that we both work from home today, and that's always a nice little touch. Right at the end of the week, too, so it makes uh, going into Friday a little bit better. Yep. So, you know. The one thing is that I did, we have bubble tea Thursdays, and I mm. missed it. So that kind of sucked. You could have just got a bubble tea by yourself and just like still had your own bubble tea Thursday. That's true. I got chicken and pasta instead. I mean, that's that's not the same as bubble tea, but like you could have got <laughs> no. a bubble tea with that, couldn't you? Right. <laughs> yeah. right. I guess I could have. It's the social aspect of it. Mm. Also, the free the free aspect is. Oh, big okay, too. that's true. Yeah, I, I understand that. It, it you know maybe you don't want to go buy your own bubble tea if it's for free, but hey. Tomorrow's Friday, maybe a bubble tea Friday, and uh, just right into your weekend on a wave of bubble tea. So while you just kind of ponder over the thought of missed bubble tea moments, I guess we could say, we have a little bit of housekeeping to do because, again, Manny just, he barely packed. He just threw clothes around the room. It's disgusting here. He's over in Guatemala, and he made a mess. So we have to keep the house because it's fucking gross. Please go follow us on social media. On Twitter and Instagram, we are at plus one player. That's at plus the number one player. And then we also have a Facebook, facebook.com slash plus one player. So go check us out all over social media. You can see our tweets. You can see our pictures. And also all of the things that are happening on the website, which is plus one player.com. So all of our social media will be sending out every article that we post, every video that we do, every episode of the podcast. And everything that we send out on those social media sites is all housed on the website. So go check it out there because the website also gives you a ton of links to get to Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash plus one player, where we stream almost every night of the week. Lately, we've been kind of staying steady. We've had a pretty good diet of uh, Red Dead Redemption and Destiny 2, but we've been having a lot of fun. So go check us out on twitch.tv slash plus one player. 
Also, on the website and in our Twitter bio, you can find the link to our Discord. Come join our Discord. We have a ton of great people there. I think we're right around 86 or so. It's been it's been a, a lot of fun meeting all these new people, and we have great conversations all day, all night, about video games, movies, TV, hilarious memes, so many memes. The Pikachu meme. The Pikachu meme originated in our Discord. Not many people know that. <laughs> Not many people know that, but now you do because it's true. Because we said it, and that's it. Yeah. If you use anything enough, you can just say you made it. <laughs> so go it find the link. That's definitely how it works. So go find the link to our Discord server on our Twitter bio or on the website, and come on and join in on all the fun. Unless, of course, you're racist, in which case, stay the fuck out of our Discord. We don't want you. And after all that, if you enjoy all the content we put out, and if you enjoy hanging out in the Discord server, please think of heading on over to patreon.com slash plus one player. And if you're feeling generous, throw us a buck or two because we promise every single dollar that we get will go right back into the show to make it the best it could possibly be. We have an absolutely fantastic group of Patreon supporters, and we've had a couple of new ones over the past couple of days, and we thank them so much for their generosity and their support. We love you guys, and we wouldn't be where we are without you. And of course, we can't finish the housekeeping without mentioning our biggest Patreon supporter. That's Nerdiest Brands, the sponsor of the show. And if you don't know, Nerdiest Brands is a fantastic website that features products from vendors and designers from around the world, no matter the nerdy fandom. So if you'd like some rad nerdy gear, head on over to nerdiestbrands.com. That's nerdiest, N-E-R-D-I-O-U-S, brands.com, not .org, not .net, not .co.com. And boys, I think the house is clean. Yay! So now that the house is clean... We got a ton of exciting things to talk about, as we always do. We've had so many exciting things to talk about for 52 episodes now, and episode 53 is no different. So Matt, and this is this is the the lore connoisseur, Matt. No, this is tough because it's Stephen the Matt. It's you know it's it's craziness this week, <laughs> so it's gonna be tough for us to differentiate. So we're gonna go Matt M. Oh, I just call O'Neill O'Neill. Well, that works. All right, I'm gonna call him O'Neill too. That'll yes. work. <laughs> Perfect. So we're gonna send it on over to Matt M. And he's going to fill us in on all the great little details about this week's episode. This week, we're going to play Guess That Game to start things off. Then we're going to move into our topic of the pod, which we're going to do a deep dive on cheat codes. It seems these days cheat codes are sort of a thing of a past. So we're going to talk about our uh, favorite cheat codes growing up uh, when, when we played games growing up. And then we are going to sort of transition to uh, cheating in modern gaming, too. And then at the end, we're going to talk through patch notes, where we update you on the latest gaming news, and then we are done. So, why don't we play Guess That Game? So, each of us has prepared three vague descriptions of games. We're going to read one off, and the other two of us are going to have to guess what the game is being described. You can play along with us at home, and if you have any stellar Guess That Game descriptions, give us a call. We'll try and guess them on our next podcast. All right, who wants and to that go? And voicemail number is 347-509-5620. Ba-do-ba-bop. Matthew, why don't you do the first one? And then just a reminder that uh, the other contestants get to ask a total of six questions each to try and figure out what game it is. So Matt, why don't, or O'Neill, why don't you kick it off? So mine are either going to be really easy or really hard. So let's see. Start with the easy one. Well, I have them in the order I'm going to do them regardless. Oh. So thank you. Wow. Anyway, okay, my first description. 
Blue Collar Worker Defeats Zombies by Never Skipping Leg Day. Blue Collar Worker Defeats Zombies by Never Skipping Leg Day. Oh my goodness. Has this game come out in the past two years? <laughs> in honor of Manny, that's a Manny question. <laughs> no, it hasn't. Okay. It's an older game. Older zombie game. Never Skipping Leg Day. That's. I feel like that is... Like, does this guy have giant legs? What's that... What's that one where the person's running through the mall? What's that one called? And he's just like killing people over and over again. There's just like masses of zombies. Was that stated? No, that wasn't stated. Okay, was that Left 4 Dead? No, Left 4 Dead's another one. I don't think there was a leg day character in Left 4 Dead though. I know what game you're talking about. Oh, and it's not that. Uh, I didn't say that. <laughs> Blue collar worker. Yeah, we gotta think of some other questions. Okay, here. is it uh, is it an Xbox game? It was on the Xbox. Okay, so Xbox. that sounds like it's not exclusive. Not Xbox 360. 360. Okay. If you are, is that okay? No, that was is that one question. One question? I'll, you I'll, just I'll, answered it incorrectly. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. It was the judges. They'll allow. It. They'll allow it. All right. Oh, okay. So it's on 360. Was, was it exclusive to 360? No. Okay. So this is so it's like on multiple PS2, consoles here. 360, or PS3, 360. Was this a Rockstar game? No. Because there was one, like, what was it? There was one, it was like, oh, that was four. We've asked four. State of Emergency, that game was nuts. But that wasn't really zombies. It was more a horde of people riding. I remember that game. I I can give a quasi. Well, no, we have two questions left. Okay, We have two questions left. Is it a multiplayer game? No. Oh. Our last question. So it's definitely not Left 4 Dead. Okay, so this last question, it has to be a good one. I think it's the game I'm thinking of. Say it. The, well, I can't. Oh, I don't you remember don't, don't it. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember the name. <laughs> I just remember it's a guy running through a mall. There's hordes of zombies. You like run in all the stores and you and you pick stuff up and then you just murder more zombies. Blue collar worker and leg day, I think, are very important. Yeah, I think they, I would agree. They are. We ha- we have so one that's more. That's probably question. why he said it. <laughs> well. I can't. I don't know what it is. Yeah, what kind of character has been a blue collar worker that's been taking on zombies? All right, I'm going to say like my quasi hint. Okay. If I add one word to this, yeah. it completely gives the answer away. Can you tell us what the word <laughs> is, just not where you'd put it? <laughs> the word is space. Oh, dead space. Yeah. He's an engineer. Fuck. You know what tripped me up? Zombie. The word zombie tripped me up. Yeah, I. They're, I know they're basically zombies. Like a, a I wasn't. Yeah, movie. no, I know. I was yeah. wasn't thinking uh, creatively. You got us. You, you stumped us. Yeah, on you that did one. stump yeah, us. It was, yeah, you blue collar worker defeats space zombies. You would have known it immediately. Yeah, the leg yeah. day. Because What's he's always he's stomping? that's the thing when you stomp oh, yeah. them like and they well, I was blow up into a million run, pieces. He ran around a lot. Well, it's mostly the stomping. <laughs> well, when you do leg day, you don't really stomp. Yeah, but you probably can stomp well if you. All right. Well, <laughs> since nobody got, well, I got it. They're very good. We're so, so proud I'm of gonna you. go. Allegedly. Okay, this is my easy one. They're gonna ramp up in difficulty. Just FYI, the gods don't like each other very much. Wow, that is broad. That is super broad. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a question. Is this a strategy game? Are you asking genre wise? Yes. Then no, it is not. Is this a franchise? No. Are there multiple games? Okay, so it's a one off. Gods don't like each other very much. Oh my god. It's impossible. Did this game come out in the last two years? <laughs> no. <laughs> so it didn't come out like fifteen years ago. 
Is that another question? Well, I, that's an assumption. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, like I feel like it's probably within maybe five years, maybe five to ten at the most. And he's nodding <laughs> in agreement, so that sounds like a good guess. Um, or he could be throwing us off. Who knows? He could be Shady Horse. Does this feature the Greek gods? Yes. That was three questions. Okay. I also I have a hint, too, but keep going. Did this game come out on multiple consoles? Yes. God, how many games have gods, like, fighting each other? <laughs> so many. So many. Think about what you just said, though. What, about the Greek gods? No. Think about how many games have gods fighting each other. Uh, all right. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. I see what <laughs> <laughs> Also, think about, like, historically all of the guess that games I've had are games that I play, right? So, like... I gotta guess. Is it Smite? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I've never played Smite, so that would have gone way yeah. over my head. Smite is a MOBA where you pick a god and you fight against other gods. All right, Steven. I have one. This one is super easy. I'd be shocked if you didn't get it. Sometimes dressed as a delivery man, sometimes as a clown. Regardless of attire, he always gets his man. Hitman. Yeah. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> like, let's, let's just nice. go past this. One. All right. <laughs> yeah, that one was uh, too easy. <laughs> let's not dwell. All right, O'Neill, you're up. Okay. My second description is. <laughs> oh no. Mute scientist gets conned into saving the world, but really just wants to have a drink with the security guard. What? Again, if you haven't played this game. <laughs> I haven't. If you haven't. Mute scientist. Mm -hmm. And what was the rest of it? Gets conned into saving the world, but really just wants to have a drink with the security guard. I was going to say Portal, because she never talks, but it is Portal? Is it Portal? No. Fuck! <laughs> There's no All right, so it's a, pro- it's a protagonist that doesn't speak, it sounds like. <laughs> right. Yeah, is mute is mute literal or just because... It's probably not literal, just like zombie they just don't wasn't speak. No, I'm asking, is it a literal oh. mute person? They they can't speak. like Or like they don't they don't speak. The protagonist is silent. Okay, the protagonist is silent. I'll give you that. Did this game come out within the last five years? <laughs> no. Uh... Okay, so it's older. I can't remember games that far. <laughs> All they want to do is have a beer with the security guard. Is the protagonist a male? Yes. Oh, is it Half-Life 2? Yes. Oh, oh there we go. <laughs> it's because uh, the uh, Barney's the guy, the security guard from the first game. He's like, ah, about that beer I owe you. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Okay. I, I was going to say don't dwell <laughs> on that second part too long. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's, here's my second one. Silent Footsteps. Among golden triangles. It's very poetic. Mm. All of mine are poetic this time. I went with a different style. The gods don't like each other. Yeah. Well, that one I came up with <laughs> five <laughs> minutes before the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, silent steps, footsteps amongst golden triangles. This one should be easy. I think I I'm I'm, I'm gonna let Steve uh, sit on it, but I think I, I think I got it. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Should we just say it at the same time? <laughs> Three, two, one. Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Origins. Creed Origins. Yeah. <laughs> it could have also been Hot Daddy <laughs> walks through desert. <laughs> Yeah, that was my next one. <laughs> so my next one, a little bit tougher than my first one. We'll see if you get it. 
Imprisoned and confused, you'll have to battle demons both real and imaginary to find out the gruesome truth. Mist. It's not mist. <laughs> it's not mist. <laughs> demons? Real and imaginary. Demons. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're demons. They're definitely demons. Oh, send of a sacrifice. It's not that. Fuck! He's not imprisoned. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, is it the suffering? It fucking is. Yeah. (laughs) I never would have gotten that. So we talked about the suffering on the unaired episode 52. The missing tapes. The missing tapes. So we talked, I talked a lot about the suffering on that. And uh, I feel like you would have got it quicker had we aired that episode. So probably, Mm. you know, I often have to listen to the episode to remember what we talked about. I'm the same way. We talk, we talk about a lot of things, a lot right. of weeks, yeah. So you know, it's been a year of this, mm. but yeah, very good guess. Very I wonder good. if we'll ever release the missing tapes. Maybe they someday have to be found first. Whenever he gets back from Guatemala, I guess we can address it then. <laughs> Maybe it'll be like an ultra rare uh, Patreon release. <laughs> it's, it's weird that we keep it on like a physical tape. Isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. It was a weird choice. <laughs> we transferred it to like a film reel. Yeah. We were really going for the aesthetic. Yeah, we have to unlock the Disney vault to go get it. All right, O'Neill, what's your last one? Okay, my last one. The American auto industry versus the Knights of the Middle Ages. Who will win? Age of Empires 2. Yes! Oh, wow. I'm so Jesus. happy you got that. <laughs> And that ties that into our cheat code theme. Right. There's a cheat code in Age of Empires 2 where you can summon a race car <laughs> that, like, blows shit up. Cheat codes, baby. Okay. My last one is icy floors lead to nightmares in the domestic domain. So, like, a house. This one you have to do a little a bit of outside-the-box thinking because it would have been very easy to give away. Is this Stardew Valley? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I was actually trying to come up with one for Stardew Valley. Ask me questions. Is this exclusive to PC? No. Is this a game I would have played? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. You've actually played it, in fact. I know for a fact you've played it. Oh, shit. Have I played it recently? What is a time frame you'd consider? Have I played it within the last six months? Yeah. Oh, shit. Ooh. Ooh. What have I fucking played? I played a lot of games in the last six months. <laughs> Is it Stick Fight? <laughs> no, no. Dwell on the second half, domestic yeah, domain. Yeah, that's that's what I'm focusing on. So it takes place in the ho- in the home, is what it sounds like. Think about what places are inside the home. The refrigerator. <laughs> Is this whose shoes are these? No. Oh. <laughs> O'Neill, you're on the right track though. The refrigerator's With refrigerator. in the what? The kitchen. The kitchen. So something's happening in the kitchen. Icy floors. In the kitchen. Kitchen. Are you saying icy like slippery or like icy floors? Ice. Like ice. I can see those Icy floors. floors kitchen. <laughs> nightmares. You've played it, Steve. Kitchen. Kitchen. Banjo-Kazooie. Kitchen nightmares. Icy floors. Kitchen. Oh. Craziness. Overcooked. Yeah. It's over. Oh. Jeez. Oh, yeah, you really had a... Th- I was thinking of, like, a horror game, yeah. and that is just yeah, not it. Yeah, I guess it. nightmares. <laughs> yeah, you I really was th- threw me for a loop. <laughs> I was thinking of, like, Kitchen Nightmares with Gordon Ramsay. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Fair. It, it all makes sense. It was a good one. You got me there. <laughs> you needed to uh, give us the hints. <laughs> you still got it, though. All right, so my last one. A hero's end is brought on by an emotional battle with a former friend. Um... 
Do you mind if I guess? Questions? No. <laughs> well, I mean, he might have oh, it. Oh, game? I, if I, I, I go, might know. Go it. for it. Is it Metal Gear Solid 3? It's not. Oh, okay. I've done a Metal Gear Solid Get 3 guess that game that I actually stumped Manny on. Oh, and, I remember. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know who Couldn't that is. Believe it. Oh, yeah. Who is that guy? <laughs> Wait, a hero's end is brought about by his best friend? What An emotional it? battle with a former friend. I didn't say anything about oh, best friend. So, sorry. Don't you uh, put words <laughs> in my mouth, man. <laughs> is a PlayStation exclusive? No. Oh. It is not. This game come out in the last five years. Yes, it did. He had to think about it, though. So it's like right on the... I had to, the, I it's had on the to cusp, think about... Cusp well, no, I, ha- yeah. I had to think about where I played it, and I played it in my current apartment. Oh. <laughs> so that means he... That that also means he probably played it on PlayStation. Does this game have... Or is this a single-player-only game? Yeah, it was. Okay. So it's Black Ops 4. <laughs> 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 single player you got it. game there's a conflict oh between former friends there's a motion don't forget the emotion and a hero's end is this a batman game are you asking me if this that's is a, a batman question game? yes Jeez, what a question that is yes it is a oh, game. oh. so <laughs> fucking smart which one arkham asylum it's not that one fuck you only have so many Arkham games to guess from. Ar- There's three others. Is it? Oh, shit. Uh... I only played two of them. Is I played Ar- the one with the doctor. Remember, it came out within the last five years, too. <laughs> ah, Dr. Doctor Bifocals. <laughs> we meet again. That was Professor Arkham Strange. Arkham City, right? Doctor that Strange. Was City. Is it Arkham No, Knight? it's Professor Strange. Doctor Strange is the Marvel one. Oh, right. <laughs> Professor Doctor Strange is actually based off Doctor Oz. There you go. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> Oprah made them both famous. No, incredible. <laughs> is it Arkham Knight? It is Arkham Knight. Oh, okay. there it is. That's the one I didn't play. <laughs> so that one was a lot of fun. I didn't enjoy the overdoing of the tank Batmobile. Like you were just blowing shit up, and that's not what Batman would do. So it got kind of annoying. <laughs> so wait, what happens in that one? Spoilers for Batman: Arkham Knight, folks. What happens is Jason Todd, who they thought was dead, comes back as the Red Hood, and he's basically like trying to take out Batman and the whole thing. And then Batman kind of fakes his own death and stops being Batman pretty emotional scene you can get a couple of different endings and there's one where like batman because they he the the people find out bruce wayne is batman because it gets broadcasted to the entire world and so it ends with like one of the endings like him driving into his mansion and then as soon as he goes in it just blows up Mm. yeah pretty cool what about alfred he's dead too oh (laughs) he went down with him (laughs) all right so that was a fun round of guess that game reminder you should call in with your own guess that games and see if we can guess them and now for the topic of the pod cheat codes it seems that these days cheat codes are a thing of the past as competitive multiplayer games have become increasingly popular however in the years of our youth games were full of fun cheat codes so guys what were some of your favorite cheat codes in games that you played growing up? I guess I'll start. Yeah. I kind of previewed this earlier. 
But uh, I think one of the first games I remembered putting using cheat codes for was Age of Empires 2. I probably still remember all of them, like off the top of my head. You just put in, like, I have a, chat. a list of them. Because <laughs> I was also going to talk about Age of Empires 2. <laughs> but like, yeah, like the infamous Dodge Viper with machine guns, which you all you had to do was type in, how do you turn this on? Copy paste it like 50 times and you have an army of machine gunning cars that can just destroy everything in the game and i would remember just like going through like the campaign and it'd be like the genghis khan campaign or the charlemagne campaign and it'd be like oh we have to go find count blah 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 and you would just burn through the entire map with this army of cars and it was the funniest thing ever but i remember there being other cheat codes they were mostly just like oh give resources or something but there was one, I can't remember what it was. It was like a secret one where you summoned like a naked guy that like had... <laughs> what? Do you not know this one? I can't remember what the code was. I don't was, know that one. But it was like a naked guy who was voiced by like a developer or something. And mm-hmm. he could run like 9,000 miles an hour. And you could just have him run around the map, but he, like, died in one shot and would explode. He's the greased-up deaf guy from Family Guy. Like, that's what that sounds like. (laughs) Yeah, it was, like, a weird joke unit. It was just, like, thrown in there. But I remember making hundreds of them. (laughs) So there's just hundreds of naked dudes just running around I would just make, like, an army of naked dudes and have them run around the map like crazy. And they would just, every time they died, they would explode. (laughs) And it'd be this tiny little explosion. That's one of the most insane cheat they, codes I think I've ever heard of. The funny thing, too, is that, like, Age of Empires did really weird names for them. Mm. Like, for the actual cheat codes that you would enter, the name would be really weird. So, like, to get 1,000 food, you would type into the chat window, Cheese Steak Jimmies. <laughs> I still just say Cheese Steak Jimmies, like, in right. conversation. <laughs> it's what? one of my favorite things. Uh, order some other ones. To get that car, the Shelby AC Cobra. Uh, it's just, how do you turn this on? Slay all opponents is Black Death. Oh, yeah. To get a little monkey that you could control was... <gasps> oh, I forgot the monkey. Furious the Monkey Boy. Yes! Oh, my that God! That was the cheat code. Oh, I forgot like, about Like, the person who created these is, like, very weird. It's like, so, like they did it without, like, anyone knowing, almost. Because they're so yeah. weird and, like... <laughs> yeah, Age of Empires was a fantastic game for cheat codes and one of the ones that i remember a lot the other one was in the same vein age of mythology which was also by microsoft which again had like really weird names for really weird effects you could change the game from from day to night you could you know get tons of resources again you could get a bunch of monkeys by typing into chat i want the monkeys except (laughs) the is spelt t-e-h and there's a few exclamation points and a one after it. You could get a, a flying purple hippo if you typed in wovwoo into chat. And then there were also ones like you could see the the whole map. You could get rid of fog of war. They had both of them. And I don't know like what I don't really know what the point of them was except just mm-hmm. to add like a bit of hilarity to the game, right? I think or, that's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Or just some, like, but that's that's the beauty of cheat codes because some of them obviously have a direct impact to gameplay, but others are literally just to add comedy to it. Like big head mode, big head mode yeah. anything, is a thousand percent funny. Like I'm going yeah. to laugh at a bunch of big headed idiots running around on the screen 
no matter what the thing is. Like, even the, the newest WWE game, 2K19, I think it is, or, yeah, 2K19, they introduced cheat codes into it. I haven't, I haven't played this yet, but I've seen some of the videos, and they put in a big head mode. And that's one of the reasons I'll probably end up getting the game, just so I can do big head wrestling matches. Big head's a classic. I also have yeah. GoldenEye on this list. GoldenEye. <laughs> Does GoldenEye have a big head mode? Well, it has DK mode, which is, like, basically the same thing. It gives you a giant head and, like, giant gorilla arms. Mm-hmm. So everyone's, like, loping around in multiplayer with these giant gorilla bodies. And it's <laughs> just, yeah, enlarging <laughs> objects on the screen, whether they be people or, you know, things that you use. I remember I used to play, it was Triple Play Baseball 2001 for mm-hmm. the PC back when I was, like, real young. I used to be a PC gamer back in the day. People forget. Oh, yeah. And you could make the baseball like the size of a beach ball, and you could make just giant bats. So you're just like these normal sized dudes swinging basically like mm. an entire tree. What? What was the other baseball game? It was like. I mean, there's M- been a, there's M- been a ton, M- of, like, but it was like sort of like a cartoony like. It was like MLB. What was like NF? There was NFL Blitz, which is like the kind of cartoony Madden. Oh, 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 oh was the Slugfest. ML- Slugfest. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. remember the cheat codes for Slugfest. You could have a team of like horse people, and like your, <laughs> your car- yeah, you could have like Matt, horse people. Matt is about to go you, you buy Slugfest right now. <laughs> this is a like only time I get like seriously into sports games. It's for like NFL Blitz and Slugfest because they were so insane and ridiculous with like the cheat codes. Like, one of them made your player catch on fire. Or that could have been actually a mechanic in the game. I, mean, I can't remember. <laughs> like, your player caught on fire, and they would start, like... That might have been a mechanic. I think it I know, was. I'm pretty sure that originated in NBA Jam, when you'd get on fire. You yeah. wouldn't really catch on fire, but you would burn the net, and that was always a satisfying feeling. But in Slugfest, you literally caught on fire, because your player would start, like, screaming. <laughs> and you would see them, like, <laughs> dancing on, like, the home plate, going, like, ah! I'm actually on fire. <laughs> this is funny uh, that they would react that way. Oh yeah, I think um, like all the cheat codes in sports games really add just a, a a nice layer of comedy that can make other people who aren't interested in those games actually want to yeah. pick up the controller, which is cool. Like you can actually just sit back and be like, all right, yeah, let's just have fun with this. Like we don't have to take it seriously. Because that's my problem with a lot of sports games is like because I'm not really that into sports, and they're all just yeah. very like on the nose, like sim oh simulators God, yeah. like okay here's your team to pick your play make sure you uh, do an audible and you only got five down i know <laughs> in terms of some of my go-to's and this is actually i'm gonna pull we got mm-hmm. uh, a nice little reach out from our buddy aj at heroes by design uh, you should go check him out on twitter at heroes bd and so he wanted us to talk about the grand theft auto series and let me tell you aj we heard you, and I was fully planning on talking about this because <laughs> every single Grand Theft Auto game I have ever played, I have used cheat codes in, and it's always <laughs> been fun. I didn't do it in the story mode for you know Grand Theft Auto 4 and 5, but like after I finished the story, th- then the world opens up. That's when I started busting them out. But back when I was a kid, I really didn't take those games super serious. Like I would play the missions, but most of the time I would just use it as my sandbox just to do whatever I wanted. And what was better than having just a ton of cheat codes at your disposal? I remember in Grand Theft Auto 3, the way they break off the map so you can't explore the other parts until you advance to the story is the bridges are just going under construction. So you're literally just cut off from society, which I thought was like... What about the people living in the city? But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just an island. It was like Berlin Wall-esque. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was bananas. 
but there was a combination of codes where you could do the cheat code to summon a tank, and then you could also do the dodo bird cheat, which made <laughs> vehicles fly. And so what you do is you hop onto the bridge and then summon the tank so it's over the barrier. You put the gun facing behind you and keep blasting it as you're driving forward, and it hits and just takes off. And sometimes you would catch some serious air, but that's how you'd be able to get to the other sides of the map and just start dicking around without actually doing the story. And oh obviously, God, I, when it was Grand Theft Auto 3, like, I know that came out on PS2, so I was probably only like you know 12 or 13 when I was playing it. So that was prime like immaturity age. Right. Just, just have, and Grand Theft Auto was the prime immature game. Yes. So it was this perfect storm of just playing for hours, you know, upping my wanted level to the highest I could get, seeing how long I could last. That was always a blast. I remember the unlimited ammo one was big in that game. yeah oh, i yeah. remember doing that i think i still remember one of the codes for it was just to get because they did weapon tiers so like you could do a code to get a bunch of different weapons and obviously you have to just figure out which tier was the best one basically mm-hmm. whichever tier had the rpg that was the one you wanted but it was <laughs> it was like um, r1 r2 l1 r2 left down right up left down right up and then you would get like the little <laughs> boop like, oh there it is <laughs> There it is. And wow. then they made it better, though, with 4 and 5, where you could, like, punch in the cheat codes on the cell phone. So you could just bring up the phone oh, and just right. I select which phone. cheat you wanted to use. Um, I know there are cheat what? codes for Red Dead. Haven't used them. But oh, now that I've finished are. it, I might start using some of them in a different save file just to have a little fun. You should. I'll stream that. Just all cheat codes all the time. <laughs> They're good cheat codes, not just what? like... Do you know what they do? I haven't looked at them yet. Uh, mostly no. because I didn't want to... I don't know what they would say. Oh, they could have spoilers. I, yeah. You never know. And I didn't want to spoil that game for myself. So now that I finished it, I will probably right. do a little cheat codes just to have some fun with it. But yeah, Grand Theft Auto, that is... I feel like that's almost one of those like quintessential cheat code series. Whether you're doing it to take a load off from the game because it's too hard or whatever or whether you're doing it just because you want to have fun in that open world right Mm -hmm. i think everybody who's played a grand theft auto game has probably used the cheat code at one point or another i think i feel like that's like Mm -hmm. one of those universal truths (laughs) it's a it's actually the first universal truth (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah and i feel like well first off where where did you guys like get your cheat codes from i would always go to cheatplanet.com gamewinners.com I didn't have a specific source. I literally just typed in like the game name, cheat codes, whatever came up first. I I had a very specific website because Cheat Planet, which I looked up, does not exist anymore, unfortunately. It had like the easiest because all those websites I remembered would just have like shit tons of ads on them and stuff. (laughs) And so they would would. load (laughs) really slowly. And I remembered Cheat Planet would like load quicker than the other ones. And its logo was like a picture of Saturn or something. It was very sketchy. <laughs> if I could if I could go back in time and tell like eleven or ten year old me who is sitting by our like ten or fifteen year old printer that still used the paper that had those little serrated oh. edges that you had to like peel off the yeah. side. Wow. If I could tell ten year old me who's waiting for eighty pages worth of cheat codes to print out, which took like oh, three wow. hours, to be like, hey, My there's God. gonna be a time in your life where you're gonna be holding a phone and you're just gonna type in whatever game and cheat codes you want. You won't have to print out anything. <laughs> I would have been like, shut the fuck up, future me. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, future me. <laughs> and then I just go back to the. Boop, boop, boop. 
Wow. It, it's funny that you mention the uh, idea of like using cheat codes to kind of like access areas of the game that kind mm. of it cuts off for you. Because um, there was this game called uh, Mercenaries for the PS2. Yes! Oh my god, you, I remember Mercenaries. I don't think I've ever played that one. Uh, Mercenaries I remember is, watching you play it. It's so good. There was, like, obviously, like, I, every game has, like, a god mode cheat code where you can't die. Um, yeah, but the way this the metal game, black. Yeah. <laughs> but so when you access the god mode cheat code in Mercenaries, what happens is instead of, like, to keep you from accessing areas, instead of having, like, an invisible wall or some obstacle or just like a kill screen that just kills you it calls in an airstrike on you uh-huh. so like these planes come in and just drop bombs on you and you die and if you don't have god mode you die immediately but if you have god mode they just keep coming and keep <laughs> bombing you but you don't die you just get thrown into the air and so you're just like bouncing along like the mountains as like swarms because they keep coming so like these swarms of planes just keep coming and bombing you and you're just flying over the map as they're like barraging you. That is what, absolutely hilarious. And I didn't know like this would happen. I ended up in an area like that you're not supposed to access until like way later in the game. Yeah. And there's all this like stuff in there that I was like, what the hell is all of this? There's like this giant like building sized like artillery cannon and it was like there'd been nothing like that in the game prior to it and i was like what the hell is this and all the while these planes are dropping like blowing up the entire area just like destroying everything that's there and i'm just like (laughs) oh okay just like just an observer yeah another game that you could use mega cheats for was morrowind and i remember me and my cousin uh, he would enter these cheats to make you jump really high so that you could <laughs> literally like so you'd jump in the air and you just like the map would disappear and you couldn't see anything and then eventually you would just land so you had to turn on god mode and then you had to turn on the super high jump so that you could get to like other regions of the map really quickly because there wasn't any I don't think there was any fast travel in Morrowind so and yeah so you would just like jump into the air and the whole game you would even wonder like is the game crashing like i have no idea what's happening right now the world would disappear and then you would land like halfway across the map very fun the good old days the the good old like physics manipulating cheat codes were always my favorite yeah yeah like uh was it low gravity and like tony hawk pro skater 3 oh my god god you would just go off the ramp and just be doing spins. and you'd, you'd have like a 300 3670 whatever like like it would be like your rotations yeah that's such a good reminder i forgot you get all like about that million point cheat. combos oh but oh but that's not even the best cheat code in that game it was the uh the characters the unlockable like cheat code characters who could you unlock you could get like darth maul and like the neversoft eyeball guy and who else you can get like one guy was like a a surfer and he like skateboarded on his surfboard oh i remember that (laughs) like one of his moves like he went underground and like stuck his hand up (laughs) it didn't make any sense what's up here ah i'm surfing underground (laughs) so we actually got another tweet that ties in pretty nicely to talking about tony hawk from uh anti-freak who we hung out with in the dc event that we did in july and he was just mentioning that cool borders when you entered a cheat code it said cheater in the most stoner way possible 
I remember playing <laughs> Cool Borders a little bit when I was really young because I used to play it back on, um, I think it was PS2, so I must have been, again, like 10, 11, 12, around that age. But I do remember having a little bit of fun just because like those are those physics-type games and when it just lets yeah. you kind of go nuts, you have some hilarious crash videos afterwards, usually. Yeah. Where have cheat codes gone? Do you guys they turn into the mods? That have... Yeah, that's what. Was, yeah, they turned into mods. They turned into mods. Like that's what Skyrim going to lead into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. See, we're we're so good. We're all you the guys same are so smart. <laughs> yeah. They've so I would say they've turned into mods in one aspect, and then the other aspect, I feel like they've turned into like cheating in competitive multiplayer games, like aimbotting and stuff. So like actual like real cheating you know yeah mm. what mods are your favorite just like anything in skyrim i i made a say a separate save on my ps4 because when you activate mods you can't get any trophies so i made sure i made right. a separate save <laughs> it's mostly because i just wanted to kind of explore the world without having to worry to rank up so i did the one where you just rank everything up where you go find the chest with all the books in it and you just fully rank up to like 80 or whatever it is <laughs> And then the oh, Ebony Warrior cool. shows up. He's like, I've been looking for a challenge. I haven't gotten to fight him yet. I actually took Skyrim off my PS4 not too long ago just to make room because I, I heard Ebony Red Dead Warrior was coming. Is. You haven't heard about that? Oh, so no. when you reach level 80 in Skyrim, yeah. this person in like all awesome Ebony armor shows up, and they're called the Ebony Warrior. What? And Whoa. they basically say they've been looking for someone to fight to the death like so, because he hasn't found anybody worth his time and so he's like meet me at this place and you go and you have like this outrageous fight it's supposed to be one of the hardest fights in the game if not what? the hardest fight in the game oh my god yeah. and the combat mechanics are really good in that game so i'm sure it's fair <laughs> they were like yeah you better go in with a ton of potions and be really quick to get to your inventory because he takes such a beating and he keeps coming wow. back because he uses like spells and potions as well. Oh shit, that's yeah. That's nuts. So let me pause yeah, go and check out the fifty Warrior. health potions. I'm gonna go play that but yeah, right now. Skyrim. I fucking love Skyrim mods. They're they're I, a blast. They are honestly the best ones. I love the video of the fucking where all the dragons are turned into Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, and anything that changes like the complete like layout of the game is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's like or the, the moon one... turns into like a halo ring or something. <laughs> and, or the one where the dragons are turned into that wrestler randy uh macho man yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. i fully support anything with macho man randy savage so fully support in. there's some great uh left for dead uh mods that like turned all the zombies into like teletubbies or something mm. and that was fun just like <laughs> mowing down hordes of teletubbies as they run at you so that's the the fact that you bring up like where do you think cheat codes have gone and I think we kind of agree that they've more found their home in mods like there are still games of course like the Rockstar games that still heavily use cheat codes but for the most part there's just this freedom where people are actually creating things to add on to the game and that's yeah. where it'll change the gameplay whether it be aesthetically or actually impacts how you progress through the game. I think that also kind of leads into where do you see cheat codes now compared to like when you were younger? And we actually, we got a voicemail and a tweet asking us to talk about this. So let's play the voicemail Hmm. and we'll read the tweet. And then uh, I guess the three of us will chat about it. I think that's how this works. I think that's how a podcast works. Hey, plus one. What's up? Three in, Marine Bean. I love that you guys are talking about cheat codes. And what I want to know is what your opinions are 
on whether or not you are more likely to use a cheat code when you were a kid or now. When I used a cheat code when I was a kid, it made the game really easy, but now I find when I use a cheat code, I don't enjoy the game as much. Hmm. Uh, so what do you think about cheat codes and whether it takes away from the game itself? Uh, and also, I love the mother load cheat on The Sims. The best cheat ever. <laughs> I love what you guys are doing, uh, and I love the podcast. There's tons of cheats on The Sims. That's oh, a good one. Oh, God. I totally They're forgot to bring yeah, that up. Rosebud. Oh, my God. Yeah. Rosebud, and then exclamation mark, semicolon, exclamation mark, semicolon, constantly, and you get all the money. How do you remember these? I played a lot of Sims. What, what played do you want? The Sims I told you today. I used to be I used to be a PC gamer back when I was a wee lad. No one really knew that. A wee lad. People don't know about it. So to kind of add on to Rianne's voicemail, thank you very much for reaching out, Rianne. We appreciate that. Kate, our resident Android queen. You may have heard her on the podcast. You might have read her, her articles. You might have talked to her in Discord. Y'all know Kate. She goes, here's a question for the podcast. Do you think using cheat codes ever affected your satisfaction with overcoming challenges in a game? So that plays into kind of what Rian was asking mm-hmm. where, you know, when you're younger, sometimes you're looking for that moment because like when we're young, we probably all kind of wanted that instant gratification a lot of times. So like you'll use a cheat code when you're struggling because you want to try to get past a certain element. And now when we're older, I feel like we all want that sense of accomplishment of actually taking down a game unless you're matt who just refuses to play any open world game past like 15 hours i think it is so. <laughs> that's, that's the limit never the posting on that subreddit ever again <laughs> i don't blame you so in terms of kind of where we see cheat codes now and do we use them more or less now that we're older do we use them for the same reasons and like kate asks and like Rian said as well does it take away from your satisfaction if you use it in a game that you're actually trying to complete? I don't think I've ever really used them to like really affect the game in in a way to make it like easier for me. I only really use them to to make it more fun to be honest. Like when yeah. I was like the Age of Empire, like those those cheat codes were just for fun, you know, like to make the game hilarious or the ones in Morrowind where you like jump really high is just to make the game funny when you're playing it and then I think now like I do use mods and especially for Skyrim yeah (laughs) but like the vast majority of the mods I use are like visual enhancement mods and then I guess the one that would I guess some people would consider a cheat is that like I just expand my inventory it's making the game like slightly more convenient so that it's more fun to play instead of having Mm -hmm. to like spend hours in my inventory managing it like that's just boring to me yeah i can definitely relate to that because i started recently i started a new playthrough for red dead 2 mostly so i could have a different file to stream because my first file would be an obvious spoiler as soon as i fired it up so i had to do a different one (laughs) but because i've already played the main story i went and did that gold bar glitch just so that way i had money and i didn't have to worry about it because i'm just Mm -hmm. i i know the story i'm not trying to do anything i'm just trying to live in that open world again and just explore and have a good time so now when i use cheat codes i really just am trying to add some lightheartedness to it so that way we can sit back and enjoy i feel like it actually be kind of fun on the stream if there are some really good cheat codes in there, like things that will, maybe I'm, I can change from riding a horse to riding like a cactus, mm-hmm. that'd be something, you know? <laughs> people, people might laugh. We'll find people out. People might laugh at that. But what about you, Matto? How do you, uh, how do you kind of see cheat codes between you as a boy and now you as a man? <laughs> <laughs> well, as a, as a boy, 
I for sure use cheat codes to like beat games all the time <gasps> to like make it easier. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not proud. We all have like a past, what games? What know? games would you make easier? Like any game I could. <laughs> <laughs> wow. If it, I would look it up, see if it had cheat codes, and then I would throw it on and just play through. Like I remember doing it for like the Lord of the Rings games yo like the, those games the, got maybe, hard <laughs> which that's why the two towers one is definitely fucking hard there's like a level in the return of the king one that the I mumma like, kill one yes yes i still have nightmares about that level possible right back I, and forth I, I still refuse to play without cheat codes i i, I hate it it's so bad but like it's for reasons like that, I'd just be like, oh, no, I'm just, I'm just gonna like, I did, I was a kid, I didn't have like, I didn't have the yeah. sense of accomplishment. I was like, no, I just want to beat it. Like, I just want what it to be- cheat codes were there for that one? Well, Steve, there's this level in Return of the King where there's Mumakil walking through the map, and then there's also hordes of orcs, ballistas on either side of the map on hills, so you had to run. To one side, shoot the ballista at the Mumikil, then run to the other side and do it. But the hordes of orcs would get in the way. And then it was a timed thing. So if the Mumikil got to a certain point, you just automatically lost that map and you had to start from the beginning. It was so frustrating. It was very hard oh, to do. Fuck as a kid. that. Yeah. If I was a kid, mm-hmm. I would have used the cheat code too. That's why I use cheat codes <laughs> in Grand Theft Auto. Those are tough fucking games. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I go back and try to play Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and it's probably because it's dated and the controls are shit. <laughs> but I'm still like this game is hard as fuck. What am I doing? And I'll still use uh, cheat codes for that game. I don't get. I don't care. I'm not trying to accomplish Vice City. I'm gonna use cheat wow. codes so I can have all the weapons and dick around Vice City and just. But yeah, like nowadays, like I'm less inclined to use cheat codes that actually affect the overall like gameplay or like mods and that nowadays really, unless it's something that like fixes something, like mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. inherently like wrong with the game like oh it fixes yeah. like pathfinding for like if you're playing like a strategy like there's like some of the total war games like like the units have like a horrendous pathfinding like they'll just get clustered into like the corner of a wall and just sit there oh. and like certain mods will like <laughs> fix that so they actually like spread out realistically mm. stuff that like fixes it but nothing i don't like i'll use it like in a like a single player game i'll try to play it normally first like skyrim I'll play it without right. any sort of like major modifications, and then once like I kind of like I'm done with it, or like I just feel like fooling around, then I'll throw some on. Yeah, I'm. I feel like we're in the, all in the same boat there. Like we're we're not gonna use it if we're actually trying to complete a game and you know see see it through from start to finish, and then you know once we actually complete the game, we'll go back and we'll all go crazy. So I feel like we have a consensus here where we're just like. We won't impact our first initial experience with this game, but afterwards, all mm. bets are off. Mm. We'll go to GameWinners.com. I wonder if GameWinners.com is actually still alive. I should check that out. Let's look. I'll check it out right now. It was active 95 to 2017. They have uh, a note. It is with a deep sense of sadness that we announce that GameWinners.com has ceased operations as of October 17th, 2017. Oh, God. There's a eulogy. That's so sad. I I spent a lot of time on GameWinners.com, so you know what? I'm going to pour one out. (laughs) So, yeah, I feel like we've had a... Oh. Oh, I was going to say, do you have anything else to add? Yeah, the only other thing I have is, like, real cheating in games and, like, aimbotting. And like hacking. And, oh yeah, and fuck that shit. That is like the most annoying, the 
frustrating. That, well, that's always been frowned upon. Yeah, for well, I'm just saying. yeah. <laughs> I will say we have. To, I'm gonna give just one quick shout out to SOCOM glitches, not really cheat codes, but particularly SOCOM three on a plethora of the small maps, which were always just enclosed mm-hmm. portions of their larger maps. You could finagle ways to kind of fall through the map, so you'd be kind of <laughs> just seeing everything from this underground perspective and you were still able to shoot and kill people that could never possibly find you and then on the small maps you could also kind of finagle your way outside of the map and then go around and sneak into the enemy's base <laughs> so that's so count three had a few really fun glitches that if you knew how to do them you got some good kills <laughs> that's pretty hilarious all right well if you have any cheat codes that you use that we didn't talk about that you want to mention again Call us in and leave us a voicemail. 347-509-5620. All right, that means next up is Patch Notes, where we update you on the latest gaming news that broke since last we spoke. It's Patch Notes 11.08.18. Who wants to go first? Um, I'll go first. Okay, Mr. O'Neill. Okay, so my Patch Notes was on the new fan-made PT remake that just uh, became available for download. If anyone's unaware pt was the sort of teaser demo that was made for the up-and-coming silent hills which was supposed to be a big collaboration with hideo kojima and people were really hyped about it and lo and behold the project was scrapped and the worst breakup in gaming that need that needs no explanation like because of how infamous it's become but anyway, with the the game was very popular, like or the demo really. It was mm-hmm. short, and it was yeah. like it wasn't very clear what it was you're supposed to do because you just kept going down this hallway over and over again, and there'd be like subtle differences, and there were certain things you had to you couldn't interact with anything, but you could observe things, and you had to observe uh, certain things in the level in order to like go through and have things change again. So it was very interesting, but um, it was very popular for the time. And then Konami suddenly pulled it from the uh, PlayStation Store. So it's now, if you didn't download it while it was available, it you can't you can't get it. There's absolutely no way to get it now. Mm. So which is why these sort of um, remakes are starting to become more popular and more frequent. And this one that's just come out is probably the closest you can get. I've, I actually oh, wow. played a little bit of it. It's probably the closest you can get to the actual game without actually That's playing awesome. it. It's almost like beat for beat, exactly the same. Wow. So it's probably like the most faithful replication. But um, as with a lot of the previous ones, even like the guy who made it, he's basically said like Konami's tending to kill these like projects. Mm-hmm. So it's probably you know only a matter of time before they take this one down. Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, enjoy it. Yeah, enjoy it while it's out there. Yeah, you know, especially you know for anyone who might have missed it to begin with, because it's it's really it's an interesting experience. Like it's what's it's not so much a game as something like you kind of experience. Because it is genuinely right, right. terrifying. It's an experience. It's, it's genuinely. That's something terrifying. Kojima would say. It it has him written yeah, all it, over it. <laughs> yeah, it's honestly because I played through it when it first came out and. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, it is. It's a terrifying experience for sure. You're tense the entire time. You don't know what's about to happen, and it's like yeah. the slow build. Because yeah, that's all just a. It's a trailer, pretty much. It's insane. Well, yeah. <laughs> you find that out at the end. Like that's 
all it was was literally just a, a teaser for well that's what pt stands for was what was yeah. it uh playable teaser because you mentioned how popular it became and which was crazy for literally what it was like a two and a half to five minute like it takes no time you can play through it pretty quickly if you really just run through it it doesn't take much time but like there are there is a lot of stuff and i know that the guy that made this one i was reading something what's his name is arthur lakowski i believe he's polish but he said that he's planning on doing like a full remake of Silent Hill 2. Um, who Who's to say if that will ever get off the ground, let alone if it's going to get anywhere once it does get made? Because I right. know recently there was that thing where, was it Knights of the Old Republic? Someone did like a from the ground up like rebuild of Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, and okay. on like the day of they were going to release it, EA like killed it. And basically, like, flush like, however many years of work they were doing down the drain. Oh, my God, that sucks so much. That's so shitty. At least that one person can play it, though. I'll go next. I'm going to talk about Destiny 2 because I don't care what the haters think. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jason Schreier, today on Kotaku. This is hot off the presses. It came out 5.30. We're recording. We started recording at 6.30. And he says that sales for Destiny 2 Forsaken have not lived up to Activision's expectations the publisher said today on an earnings call, promising investors a faster content model and new forms of monetization for the game. This comes at a time when Destiny fan base is as happy as it's ever been, which raises serious questions about the future of everyone's favorite loot shooter treadmill franchise. Um, he goes on to explain it more in depth. But boy, oh boy, is that effing hilarious because I am certain that Activision is what's behind like all the pressure to release destiny 2 in the first place when they did i'm sure bungie wanted to delay it and couldn't and the game sucked in terms of like a lot of the money things going on osiris coming out so quick after the end game not being what it should be osiris sucking and then the the next dlc being a little bit better but still not very good oh man when I finished Warmind, I didn't even know I finished it until yeah, I went I back and it was like, oh, you completed the campaign. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and then Forsaken coming out a year later. And now they're not happy with the monetization of Forsaken when it was most likely their fault in the first place that Destiny released as an unfinished game. Yeah. So had they waited, delayed the game, really put things in a tight, neat little box... The game would have been more popular release, which would have meant more concurrent players, which would mean when Forsaken came out and was extra good, even more people would have joined up. It's just like, man, what horrible mismanagement of a company, right? Like you hear all yeah. horror stories of like companies being acquired and people that work for them like either getting laid off or like terrible mismanagement. Like that is not unique to outside the game industry. Like Activision is messing up so much. I, don't, I won't even go into Blizzard and World of Warcraft. I won't even touch that. We're about to touch Diablo. It's all Activision. <laughs> I'm, con- I'm, I'm convinced it's all Activision. It's the fact that they're so incredulous. Like when like it doesn't work out. Like people aren't buying it. Like, what? what are you doing? <laughs> huh? Like, what, what, play, play gun, gun, shoot, shoot game. What? I don't know. Yeah, it's hilarious too because right now I think the Destiny players are the happiest they've ever been. And yeah, that's what like, Jason. Uh, the game's better than it's Activision's ever been. Just like, mm, 
we're not doing good. It's just like, well, and like you said, because what they sell Forsaken for 60 and then a month later they drop the price down to 40. So then you jade a bunch of people who paid 60 and then they're like, oh, I could have got the whole thing for much cheaper. Uh. It, I don't know. It, it's been because we've talked about this numerous times is Destiny is a very fun game. Like I had a ton of fun when it first came out and then the end game was minuscule. The DLCs, the first two, Osiris and Warmind, like you said, just not anything to write home about. They both just should have been included in the base game for sure. Like, I don't know. I The only reason I bought those DLCs is because they were on sale for like a combined $20. I was not going to get back into Destiny, but I saw how good the Forsaken was looking. And I was hearing from a lot of people that I kind of I look to in the game industry. I was hearing a lot of good things about the Forsaken. And so I was like, all right this might get me back because me and you have talked about this a ton of times, Mm -hmm. Matt, that the mechanics are what keep us playing. Like it's so smooth. It's just such an easy game to pick up and have a good time with, but we just felt like we were getting slapped in the face. And so now I think it's really funny that we're all happy and enjoying our time with it. And they're pissed off. (laughs) Right. And it's it's their fault that, (laughs) right. Like I had to convince you, Matt, to, by the game, but I had to like actively convince you. If like the game was just good from the start, it wouldn't need any convincing. And there's like definitely people in our in our community that like won't play the game because of how slapped in the face they felt when the game came out. Hmm. And like yeah. there's there's no me convincing them, and it's all it's all Activision's fault. So anyway, don't at me, Activision. It's one of those games that I won't even like try to convince people because like if they don't like it, I'm like like I get it. Like, I understand. Like, I can't even really justify defending it just because of, like, everything. Yeah. And it sucks because, like, right now it's a very fun game. It is. I'm looking it's forward good. to oh my God, it's so much Red fun. Dead going back to it. Maybe I'm, I think I'm going to have to get it on PC because that's where apparently everybody who plays Destiny actually plays it. So <laughs> everyone, <laughs> stay tuned, folks. All right, Steve. All right. So what I got is all about the Diablo Blizzard fiasco from BlizzCon over the weekend. So to kind of give a little background, because the article I'm going to pull from is the one Jason Schreier wrote on Monday. Oh my god, so much Jason Schreier work. He's the oracle, he's everywhere. We're a big fan. (laughs) To frame it is basically saying that people who went to BlizzCon expected a Diablo 4 announcement. Now, Blizzard had alluded to not mentioning Diablo 4 in some vague tweets. Like Mm -hmm. There were a couple that were basically along the lines of... Good things take patience. Evil things take longer. When the time is right, we'll tell you more. So it was a lot of like alluding to we're not going to talk about Diablo 4 at BlizzCon. But if they're having this big conference, what they did was they ended it with Diablo Immortal, which is a mobile game. And mm-hmm. really what it comes down to is they just didn't deliver a conference that their audience expected like they should know what their audience is looking for at this point if they're all showing up to blizzcon they're probably expecting at least like a little tease of diablo 4 and i get it you can be like well they kind of let you know that there wasn't going to be this but they didn't come out right and say it like if they just said hey at blizzcon we're not showing anything on diablo 4 if they said Mm. that then they're pretty they're pretty good in all this because obviously there's a big fuss about Diablo Immortal not being true Diablo, blah, blah, blah. Like, I've never played Diablo, so I really can't speak to that portion of it. But the way I look at it is, like, if you don't like the game, you don't have to play the game. So I feel mm-hmm. like what happened was people took their disappointment that Diablo 4 wasn't announced and projected all this anger towards this game that they realistically never have to play. 
Like, it's just giving people a chance who want to play Diablo on the go on their mobile phone because mobile games are pretty big. So they just want to give people a chance to have Diablo wherever they go. That's cool. The problem is they ended their BlizzCon with a mobile game announcement. And so Mm. what happens is Jason Trier makes this report basically saying that Blizzard had scrapped plans for Diablo 4. And then he later went on and corrected it. So I'm going to read from this article. When Blizzard's sole Diablo announcement at this year's BlizzCon turned out to be a game for phones, it set off a firestorm of angry reactions from fans who had hoped for a new Diablo on PC. But what about Diablo 4? And then in an update, he goes, This article originally stated that Blizzard had recorded a video planned for BlizzCon in which co-founder Alan Adam talked about a new Diablo game. Although we can confirm that the video was made, Blizzard disputes that it was planned for BlizzCon. So what happened was Jason Trier had had reported that sources were telling him that they had planned to do a Diablo 4 video and then pulled it. Mm. And obviously Blizzard's now disputing it and there's a lot of murky water there. So no one really knows if they had it planned. But the truth is the video was created. So there is some type of video out there. And that's when you start asking if it was made, why wouldn't they have showed it? Because that would have probably ended this whole thing. Even if it was like a 20-second clip to tell people, hey, this is on the way, then you probably don't have to deal with the, just the like, endless snark. It's just like, <laughs> where where was the PR person in all this? Does, does yeah. Blizzard Drunk. have a PR person? Because like literally all you have to do, you do the mobile game, people are upset, oh, in the crowd, whatever. Five seconds, title screen, Diablo mm-hmm. 4, end the thing. Like, what? I don't have a degree in marketing. That's, like, the easiest thing to do. You literally mm-hmm. just have to look at E3 and what Bethesda did with yeah, Elder Scrolls right. 6. Yeah, exactly. a, J- a JPEG with a title on it. Like, uh, and everyone's oh, like, oh. where is it set? What's it going to be about? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's all I it just, took. I know. And it would have been, like, the best bait and switch, too. You have this, like, mobile game announcement. People are all cynical about it. And then... Boom, you hit him oh. with the Diablo 4. Gotcha. The, the four, like, fire gotcha. pillar, pillars coming up on the screen. Yeah. People would have lost their shit. Now so it's going to be I infamous. That's the, the most telling thing here is, the like, there's basically people confirming the video was made. So that's why I'm very confused. Like, why not just show it? What was so bad about the video? It's such a weird situation because, it it, like, Blizzard's weird. one of those people... Excuse me, Blizzard's one of those developers who it seems like they've really had a finger on the pulse of what their consumers have wanted for years. And then this just seems like such a tour de force of just terrible decision yeah. making. <laughs> well, there's been a lot of high profile turnover at Blizzard in That's like true. the past yeah, we, year I, I know or so. We talked about that a couple yeah. weeks ago. So there's some rumors that like Activision again is like mismanaging the company and that like blizzard is moving away from a company that is like for gamers by gamers and turning into like an ea like company where it's like not for gamers and it's by people who want to make money so who knows blizzard might be on its way the quality of its games might be on its way down yeah it's gonna be because that's the thing now is every little thing that comes out about diablo 4 is going to be put under a microscope when it probably doesn't have to be, nor should it be, because, I mean, Diablo has a track record of their games, and, you know, they have noticeable improvements from what I've read, because, again, I'm not a Diablo player by any means, but after reading up on the whole situation, it seems like, you know, game after game, they've made the right improvements and kept their fan base happy, 
So to have just such like what seems like a colossal mistake on something that could have easily been avoided when you hear sources confirming that, yeah, the video exists. So that's when you ask, like, well, why not just show it? You know, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. We're just we're just a bunch of guys talking about it. They should listen to us because I think we have some good PR ideas. <laughs> so shout out to Jason Schreier from Kotaku this week because he's got all all he's the on scoops. fire this week. Yeah, <laughs> he's on he's on fire all the time. Great reporter. It was good patch notes. Angry got spicy yeah. there. Oh yes, yeah, I passion. got a little spicy. An emotional battle. Yeah, an emotional battle with a former friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was patch notes one one point oh eight point one eight. Steve. Why don't you close out the pod? I'd be happy to close out the pod. So we do have one additional voicemail, two voicemail pods. So Ooh. this is actually from very, very good friend of the show, Reese. He has some things to say regarding the dearly departed Manny. <laughs> oh, uh, well, he's just in Guatemala. Hi, plus one flare. This is Reese. I can't believe he's gone. <laughs> I, I remember when Manny stood there. Near me at my wedding, when I got married to his sister, and then he made a podcast, and now he's not on the podcast anymore. I mean, I don't really, Reese. I don't really have any words. <laughs> I don't think there's anything else we could possibly add to that. No. Other than we feel the same way, Reese. We miss him. When he comes back from Guatemala, we'll tell him yeah. all the kind things you said about him this episode of the podcast, though, for sure. And before we wrap everything up, we do have a quick community shout-out. We have a new member of the community, Merovingian, also known as Mike. He joined recently and also quickly became a Patreon supporter, which is fantastic. Yes. Like, it's mm-hmm. truly one of the nicest things you could do is not only join the Discord, but immediately become a Patreon supporter. That's how That's how you get all the uh, the love from the plus one player crew that's for sure mm-hmm. but seriously yeah, thank you so much he's been making some uh, some funny comments and chat sharing some great memes hanging out with us in streams thank you so much for joining we love having you and we hope that you keep enjoying the content that we produce Woo. speaking of all the content we produce if you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast or any of the other episodes of the podcast go to whatever podcast provider you listen to us on whether it's spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher tune in iheart radio pocket cast whatever it may be give us a like give us a rating write us a review it really helps us goes a long way in getting us to show up in different charts and searches and data and algorithms and things that are beyond my comprehension but it does help a lot so if you're feeling generous go give us a rating and review we would really appreciate it also, if you got anything to say about cheat codes or any of the topics we talked about in patch notes, or if you have guessed that game questions for us, give us a call at 347-509-5620. Leave us a message and we'll play it on the podcast just like we did for Rianne and Reese tonight. So episode 53 is winding down. We've had a lot of fun here tonight. We got a little nostalgic. We got a little fiery. Those are some of the best episodes, if I do say so myself. And with all that, as always... Wherever you are, wherever you're listening from, we appreciate you, and we will talk to you all very soon. You know when a hair randomly gets in your eye? Yeah, it's terrible. It's so fucking annoying.
That we all can agree yeah. on. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. 